Welcome to Control C Podcast, where we get together, talk shit about Chris movies. I'm just kidding. Chris did. Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to destroy and talk about movies. And apparently today is going to be the movie that mine's going to be the movie. No. Um, on today's cast we have Ray. What up? We have CC. At least it's not mine. Lindsay. Hello. Uh, and I'm your host for today, Chris, and technically it was yours, I'm just saying. Shh, you're not <laughs> to say anything. Anyway, so, today, <laughs> we're going to be talking about The Late Night, the 2019 drama comedy, uh, written, uh, sorry, directed by Nisha Ganatra, uh, starring Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. Um, so this film is about a talk show host um, named Catherine Newhart, I think, Newport, Newport, I can't remember, um, where she's a talk show host. And she's been a talk show host for over 20-some years, I believe, if that's correct. Yeah. And she, her, so, her show sucks. It just, it's it's not connecting whoa, with whoa, people. Whoa, uh, she, She's having all these, like, she's doing something that she thinks is, like, important, but nobody's caring. So she's become kind of irrelevant, and she's trying to kind of save her show because this new executive is trying to basically cancel her because everybody's sick of her shit because she's kind of a bitch. Mm. Uh, and then comes in... Mindy, who is who plays Molly, ironically enough, for the first time I see her not actually using her name, um, and she is a writer who just came over and just wants to write comedy and wants to help the show because she's been a huge fan. So then it's kind of their relationship into how this late night show host comes back and brings her show back into relevance. And what did you guys think? I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Right. Oh, we're waiting on me now. Yeah, because it sounded Ooh. like you did it. So I'm just curious now. I'm gonna tell you what I think about this movie. It was pretty good, actually. I was just talking <laughs> shit. No, it was okay. pretty good. I enjoyed it. I wasn't sure because I know that we, you know, we sometimes uh, have issues with certain actors, and I wasn't sure if Bendy was one of it for somebody. Mm, no, she's a hit or miss for some people. Yeah, so you never know. She is. <clears throat> yeah, but she did okay on this one. So the film to me. Was Uh-oh. okay. Oh shit! I had moments where I enjoyed it. I, I I laughed. I think that it had a couple of heartfelt moments. I was one of the people who kind of hated the host, the late night host, um, Catherine. I can't. I can't. It won't pull up the actual name. Um, but at the same time, it wasn't necessarily wowed with the film. I yeah. think it was one of those that it was kind of fun to watch, to spend an afternoon if you have nothing else to see. But I don't necessarily think that it was like, oh my god, this movie's amazing. So I, I feel, I don't know. I guess, I don't know if I'm just sick of, of like, Mindy's comedy. I don't know. It, it just, it seemed to Might be, be very much Mindy Kaling's voice throughout the entire film. You know? I, I just, I kind of felt that at the end of it, with everything else, she was still the main character, and I guess I wasn't prepared. I, I kind of figured Emma Thompson would have been a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like she was outshined. I don't. I, I don't know if that's even came across to anybody else but me. Uh, I don't. So. Good. No, I, I'm glad. I just I, I saw it in the you know. Yeah. No, I actually saw this one a couple months ago because I like the feeling. I like uh, Emma Thompson, and I, I love a good comedy, and I like that this one was not like a typical, typical, typical 
version of it. Mm-hmm. One of those success stories that... Yeah, it's kind of a more of a... Um, Redemption? Uh, it, well, I think a lot of times with comedies, there's a lot of focus on... There's not... A, hold on, let me collect my thought here. Mm-hmm. I like that the focus was female-centric. Yes. Okay, that was cool. And them trying to continue to live in a world where it is know, women aren't necessarily considered as funny as men. Or they're, they're they have not. to try. They have to try harder and you know work you know work harder and you know be less of one thing but more of another and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, from that perspective, I I totally agree. That was nice to see, and to see that in a scenario in a male dominated writers' room, which can be you know based on like reports and stuff, can be very uh, negative toward women that she was able to kind of stand her ground and that she was actually given the platform to do so but I don't know it was, it was an interesting story coming from a, a nuclear power no it wasn't a, was a plant nuclear power plant was it a nuclear power plant yeah something yeah I know she kept it's not a factory yeah it's, it was a power plant that was the, the that was the whole thing joke on it. yeah but I don't know it was it was cool I just I kind of I don't, I had an issue with it, and I don't, I can't even put my finger on what the issue was that I had with it. I enjoyed it, and I am glad I watched it, that it was and Mindy. I would recommend for somebody to see it. What? That it was Mindy? No, because I don't even have an issue with her. Yeah, because you I really like, like her. her. And I used to watch her show religiously, but it's one of those scenarios where for some reason, I, I don't know, I think a lot of the stuff that she does, to me, kind of feels like the same dynamic okay like a lot of the stuff that i see her in i kind of feel that she just plays the same character like the quirky kind of bumbly super smart i think very highly of myself type person and then i just don't god i hate to say this but i feel like i feel like she just has the same range like she just yeah like she's just stuck in one character you know what I mean? And that's that's the part that I guess I have the biggest issue with. When it comes to Mindy, I just... That's why I said earlier, like, oh, her name was Molly in this. It's because even her characters, the majority of the times that she plays, it, it's Mindy. Like, they, mm-hmm. they're called Mindy something. The last name is different, but I just kind of feel like it's, everything is just her. Kind of like, at one point, Jim Carrey was just mm-hmm. basically the mask yeah. for everything. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, you, you see a Jim Carrey film and everybody, oh yeah, he's just doing the same character. And that's kind of what I feel like is the, the issue that I'm seeing with Mindy lately. <clears throat> Which is a shame because I do think that she is very talented and I think that she is very funny and I love her stand-up when she's done stand-up. I just, I, I feel like, I don't know, I guess I feel she's not being utilized properly in film. I can see it. So another yeah. way she should quit. Acting. No, no, I no, just, I, I just agree wish. with you. No, I think they you. should allow her to do more. You know, what I mean? just different roles or something. I feel that, and this is the part that sucks. Is I feel that has she extent, ever done a serious role? I not not to that I'm aware of, but I think it's one of those where because of her ethnicity, because of her being a woman, because of her being a comic, I feel that they're only giving her certain opportunities. And those certain opportunities demand that she just be the same character. Mm-hmm. And I would really like to see her in something outside of the, the regular element. 
did you see her in? We watched a Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, we we did, but even then, think back on the way that her character spoke and tell me that that is just not the same Mindy energy. Mm-hmm. No, it is. I'm just. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing is like, and like I don't even I don't even want to say like oh it's her because at this point I kind of feel like she's being told she has to do this. Oh, it's very possible. You know, and that's yeah. kind of the problem I have with it. Is like, are you a director? No. Are you a producer? No. Let let her be. Well, technically, I am a producer because I produce her show. Oh, burn ray. Oh, burn. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. And no, we're not a director. But last session, we did talk a lot about us writing a script for something. Oh, some of these movies, <laughs> some of these movies are getting greenlit, and yeah. I think we could write a story, you guys. Oh yeah, we could. <laughs> Definitely like, could. Lindsay mentioned it, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? We probably could. I'll let Lindsay write it. Because no, if we was, ride it, it was no, going to be all over the place. One of the movies that we picked last time that I was I I was mad because like we sat here and watched this terrible train wreck of a movie, <laughs> and we know we could write. Ninety three. Was which it? one? Ninety three days. Oh yeah, yeah. Ninety three days. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, thank God you said that because I was thinking about watching it yesterday. <laughs> Don't do it. Save yourself the time. Thank you. Or fast it's, forward. Yeah, man. You know what? If you fast forwarded, you get the same effect. You'd know exactly what it was about. Oh my god, that's sad. Keep it on the chipmunk version. Basically, put it this way. The movie's called 93 Days. You really only need about 12 days. Wow. Yeah. So, um... So, what I liked about this was, um, like I said, like the female-centric portion of it. Um, I really... I adore Emma Thompson. I thought she looked fantastic. She's fucking awesome. She did. Oh, yeah. You know, she... The way she carried herself was... <laughs> so it was interesting because, like, you look at Emma Thompson, like, in real life, and you hear her talk, and you see her other movies and all these period pieces that she does, and you're like, there's no way she could ever, you know, pull... Like, you don't think late show talk... Uh, talk show, talk show late night host. And then she gets, sits down at the desk and she starts chatting, and you're like, well, Yeah, she could totally do this. Of course she can. She's Emma Thompson. She can do everything. Yes. Uh, And honestly, if we're being 100% honest, if I had the balls, I would cut my hair like that. Oh, I know. I love her hair. I suggest you do it, because I think it would look cool on you. I think it would. It would. I think it would be a terrible, terrible mistake. I mean, it probably would. The the, the later (laughs) version. Thanks, Ray. And you know, nobody knows me here in Pennsylvania, so... <laughs> you can get away with it. So it's a bad haircut. It's yeah. a bad haircut. Fuck it. <laughs> but no, um, the one aspect that I kind of liked about it is when Molly brings in the feminine yeah. aspect to the late host stuff. And <laughs> one of the writers are like, do we really want to talk about men- men- menopause? And he's... <laughs> <laughs> he had just such a hard time saying the word, and I'm just like, it's it's true, you know. There are many men out there that actually have a men, hard men. time talking about the feminine aspects to it, even though it is 100% natural. Yeah. And I like the fact that, you know, she's like, well, you know, you are the only woman host out there. Use it. Yeah, you're you're literally the only one who can talk about this. Yeah, you are literally the only one. You should talk about it. And I'm like, hell yeah. Yep. You know, if if 
if that is your one thing that you have that is different than everybody else, yes, do well, it. It's it's and that's the problem. She wasn't using her own voice. She was just trying to like yeah highlight all these usually like women. high pitch and everything like she, she does exactly. She was, she was <laughs> trying to do her normal. What? She was trying to be normal. She was trying to be normal. She was trying to be like every other um, host because yeah. they're yeah, all she, doing great. But at the Wait. same time, she was also trying. She was trying to highlight stuff she believed. Talking about Emma Thompson. Oh my bad. I was yeah. talking about Mindy. No, no, no. no I'm talking about Emma Thompson. Oh. she was trying to highlight stuff that she believed in, but not really in like the correct way. Like she was trying to like showcase, you know, these important women, but nobody was caring because yeah. she wasn't presenting it in a way that would draw people. Well, so she she had to use. A more genuine voice, and that was what was great. Like that, Mindy got it to come out. So, well, I mean, like the affair that she had, she had mentioned that if it was just another male host, that they wouldn't have thought anything about it. Probably, yeah. you know, and which is well, pretty much true. And that actually leads me to uh, one part of the movie that drove me crazy was the underutilization of John Lithgow. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Let's. So, yeah. and I understand why they needed uh, to have the husband in that storyline and everything. But when you have someone as comedically genius as John Lithgow and you have him play the straight man to everybody else's comedy, it's just, he's very, very good at what he does. Don't get me wrong. But I wanted him to be like, I wanted in John it. Lithgow on the screen. I didn't want the, the um, you know, the husband that had been dishonored. That's sick and just... Hiding and basically, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, he was wonderful. He always will be wonderful. I don't think he could ever be in anything and not be wonderful. But yeah, I 100% agree with it. Like it would have been nice to see him, but I think it would have lost focus from the film at the same time. So it would have been better to just cast him with some, cast that role with somebody else. Well, think of it this way. I mean, it is John Lithgow. You put him in more, then you have a male figure in a female-centric film, you know, kind of fighting for dominance, or people can look at it as, like, fighting for dominance in the film. And I feel that it could kind of take away from Emma, uh, from Emma Thompson uh, her role, you know, and Mindy's role, too. Because, let's face it, it is John Lithgow, and we're sitting here talking about how underutilized he was. And what I personally feel may have worked better because he was so disposable was just put a random anybody there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, because then with a random anybody, then you can incorporate the husband more. But if you have such a big name, it, it's going to draw attention to it, even if you don't want it to. You know, they yeah. could have made this film 100% with the goal of this is woman-centric, this needs to be focused on the female lead. And people would have still taken it that route, even though it wasn't supposed to be. So I kind of understand why they drew him back, but yeah, it was... It was sad. I do love him. Um, oh, yeah. I did like a lot of the uh, the banter with uh, Molly and the the monologue writer whose name I can't remember. Oh, the the guy who was massively like against her in the very beginning? Yeah. Um, like when they were at the like falafel stand or whatever, and she overhears him talking about how um, you know his brother got passed over for like affirmative action or whatever term he used and she's like standing behind him and she's like are you freaking kidding me man the the actor's name yeah. is reed scott the character's name was tom campbell there you go yep Catherine newberry that's the last name jesus christ 
See, even to get her last name, I had to look at John Lithgow to get his last name for this character so I could figure out what... That's, that's exactly why. Um, did anybody have a problem with that publicist? Uh, Are all publicists that bubbly and annoying? I just need to know. I'm asking for a friend. I don't know. But she, I, I don't know. I, I felt like she was trying to, you know, get them to understand where she was coming from, but nobody really wanted to listen, so she was trying to be as positive as possible. <laughs> Fair enough. So any particular aspect of this film that you did not enjoy, other than the John Lithgow part? I really can't, nothing standing out per se. Um, I mean, overall, I enjoyed the movie. I think it flowed real well. I think um, the story behind it was pretty good. I like the aspect that Mindy is trying to find her voice at the same time that um, the, the Kathy or um, Emma, Thompson. Emma Thompson is trying to find her voice to bring it back. So I like that aspect of it. <laughs> and the fact that she climbs whatever, however many flights of stairs, six, six to bring Mindy back. <laughs> yeah, that's... I saw that, and I'm like, this is why I could never live in a place like New York City. Serious. Because you have to go up the stairs? Well, and it's not so much it's not so much the going up the stairs, but it's the idea that you, there is no other option. It's not like there's an elevator in the building. You have to go up the six flights of stairs every time. You have to go down the six flights of stairs every time. Moving furniture, carrying your groceries, Fuck everything. Fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't mind a couple flights, but when we're talking... You know, six flights? Especially with stuff like that? Yeah, no. Yeah. So apparently Mendy wrote the role of Catherine specifically for Emma Thompson. Oh, cool. That's so she neat. saw something. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you look at, like, big female leads, who else would you think would do a, a good role in this? Like, uh, the Well, way... but you know what? What? <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Yeah, but she would have. She's basically the other... She and Emma Thompson are, like... I don't want to say basically the same, but they're basically the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I could have seen her doing it. I still, yeah. Did you ever see her in um, mm. Ocean's 8? Yeah, that movie was awesome. No, actually, I have not seen Ocean's 8 now that I think about it. It's pretty good. And Chet in Ocean's 8 is just like... Like, she makes me feel things. (laughs) (laughs) She is, though. She really is. Like, the style they styled her in and the haircut and the makeup, like, whatever they put on that screen is what I need in my life. All right, so apparently I need to watch Ocean's 8. I've seen the other two, Oceans 10 and Oceans 11. No, fuck them. No, Oceans 11 and Oceans 12, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. So, but no, I have not seen 8. 8's pretty enjoyable. I mean, I know that, like, it got critically panned, but, I mean... Yeah. What doesn't nowadays, though? Wait, was Mindy in that one, too? Uh, yeah. In Oceans 8? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And ironically... I feel like it. I could be wrong. (laughs) Yeah, she was. Her character's name is Amita. There you go. That's right. I think she was the... Oh, Jesus Christ, you're right. I do need to watch this. Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, yeah. Sarah Paulson, Rihanna, Mindy, uh, Aquafina, Elena Bonham, James Corden, Richard Armitage, Dakota Fanning. Fanning. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm watching this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a really good movie, actually. I'm in. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> I mean, I'm assuming it sticks to the traditional heist 
uh, yeah. aspect of oceans. Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, so let's go ahead and uh. No, I want to watch. We kind of covered most of this film <laughs> yeah. rather quickly, but let's go ahead and get into the ratings because I mean this, this is a pretty straight thorough film. One. You give it a one. Two. You give it a two. Three. You give it a three. Four. You give it a four. <laughs> and our next number is. Five. Oh shit, I cannot count to five, sorry. I'll give it a four out of five. Mindy's? No. I'll give it four out of five woman's bathroom being by, used by men taking a shit. Oh god. <laughs> I love that scene. And She's in the bathroom in crying and the dude is like, I really gotta go. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh man. Um, I'm going to have to give this Uh-oh. four out of five trash can seats. Uh, <laughs> all right. Lindsay. Um, I'm going to go with four out of five cigarettes. I know right. the fact that they smoke so much. I was There was a lot of smoking in this movie. And I haven't seen smoke that much smoking in a movie in a while and it made me remember that I really liked cigarettes once upon a time. Me Mine too. just made my me chest feel fit. Three. But like now, like okay, so like here's the thing about cigarettes, like for me, every time I think about cigarettes my lungs like clench up. And they're like <laughs> they're, they're like, No, you're not motherfucker. <laughs> so yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm go still ahead. stupid, so I do it and then I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it would be like. Oh yeah, I do still hate this. This sucks. Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> One time I was really stressed. I got home and I was like, "See, see, I tried cigarettes today. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah, good." Yeah, it happens. I tried to have one again today. I was like, "Nah, I can't go back." I've done that so many times where I buy a pack, smoke half of one, and then throw the rest. I'm just glad that I, I I'm not able to pick up the habit again. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, yeah, that's what I'm glad about. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> but um. All right, so back to the ratings instead of this non-smoking campaign that we have here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it, yeah, I'm going to say, I had it and I forgot because of the smoking campaign. Um, Subway. Three, oh, oh, three flights of stairs, fuck it. Three flights of stairs. <laughs> Not bad. All right. Lindsay? Lindsay already what? I know, I just want, leave me alone, this is my episode, I do what I want. <laughs> Wait, this is your episode? No, it's not. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, I could have sworn I'm the one who hosted this one. We can change, that's fine. All right. So I think that kind of does it for this week's episode. Yeah, it's really Yeah, it's a, it's a short deal, but watch it, because it is enjoyable. Like, if you have nothing else to do and you like... like uh, if it's late at night and you have nothing to watch, how about you watch late night? Oh, there you go. The marketing rates itself. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Control C, where we reviewed Late Night. Um, Remember to check us out on all the social medias by searching Control C and or Geek and Cast. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, Make sure that uh, the one thing we do ask is go ahead and give us a rating. So, like, this is how the rating system works. If you hated this episode, Go ahead and give us five stars because you want to tell people that we five talk, we five stars suck. <laughs> we want to tell people that we five talk. Th- th- <laughs> you want to tell people that we're like, we're like Mike Tyson. Okay. We five talk, talk. Um, five stars suck, and uh, then tell us why, and then uh, if you love the episode, go ahead that we're tell us that we're five stars of awesome, and then go ahead and tell us why we're awesome. Um, thank you so much to our cast, Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, Ray. That'll do it for this late night show. 
Cece. See ya. And I was your host for today, Chris. Thank you, and see you next week.